Hold up, somebody on their way. Hold up, I would've grown our day. Hold up, somebody can't relate. Black Hold Panther. up, stay down with no bacon. Go up, top down, I've been racing. Go up, she wild, I'm in dangerous. Go up, my crowd in rotation. Yeah. Are you on tin yet? Are you on tin yet? Wait, are you on tin yet? Are you on tin yet? I live on tin. Wait, are you on tin yet? Are you on tin yet? Hold up, fuck the place 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 up. It's the Advert Avengers show for May 9th, 2018. How are you? Man, did you see the Avengers yet? I did. I did. You all should too. If you, unless you hate the comic books or some shit. Well, I recorded the show last week with, uh, before watching the Avengers. And then uh, I, I made up my mind that, hey, maybe it's better to just talk about the Avengers by that point anyway. After the first weekend. So... I decided to just skip releasing last week's episode, uh, and then I didn't have time to re-record. I was really exhausted anyway. Wait a minute, am I not exhausted? Um, well, I really didn't have time to re-record because I was watching. I watched it the Tuesday before, you know, usually the episode comes out on Wednesday. So uh, we watched it, and I said, okay. Um, so anyways uh yeah you know what spoiler alert then again you're a big adult you're a big boy if you're listening to this so if you get offended by spoilers grow up but then uh yeah so avengers quickly i thought it was an okay movie i didn't think it was a like some people watching the movie like what is it two three times i mean that's great i mean i did the same thing with the dark knight and then uh i watched the star wars force awakens you know twice uh, I thought it was okay, but I think it's supposed to be okay because number one, clearly Marvel, Disney, you know, put, put a ruse out there saying that, hey, uh, it's going to be a two-parter. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Actually, it is if you look at the actual storyline because, hey, if, if you knew that, hey, if you, what's the point of, what's the point of, you know, uh, announcing two-parter, you know, if, yeah, it, if you announce that it's a two-parter, you know obviously how it's going to go. You know, like, oh, first part is not going to be the ending, and the second part is going to cover up, you know, the next part of the story. And then they, I guess uh, Disney Marvel realized, that, yeah, you know what, let's let's undo on that. Ah, never mind, it actually is. Uh, on one hand, I go like, I wish they didn't tell that story, and then just like, keep the release plan under the wraps. But I guess it was impossible, given how much anticipation this built up. Um, but the movie itself, I felt that pacing was all right. But some of the characters, I just didn't understand the what you might call it, how they were deduced down. Like Doctor Strange is the biggest idiot, uh, and I, I I guess Tony Stark is able to scratch Thanos's face with the blood, you know, and then, uh, and then Thanos, all bit strong and mighty and all, is a Titan from the planet Titan. I felt like it's just a very sympathetic character, which is great. If you watch it from a Thanos perspective, yeah, it kicks ass. It's great. But at the same time, I felt like Thanos just felt like another alien who have to have the willpower and then the determination to get what he wanted, you know. And then the my sister complained that the Black Order would mow and all these guys are like, well, they felt like nothing. If you think about it, they're pretty even, you know, against the Mighty Avengers. And I'm like, true. And then the Scarlet Witch lost her accent completely out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? And then that whole storyline, I'm like, hey, maybe they're hooking up, you know, uh, from the 
Captain America, the Civil War that kind of accelerated out of nowhere. So I was like, okay, what the hell happened? Um, but uh, the, the you know Peter Quill's a complete idiot. <laughs> that too, and then the you know, and then everyone goes, where is Ant Man? Where is uh, what you call it, the Hawkeye? But we don't. I I saw the photos of the sets already for the next movie, next Avengers. Like they're gonna be back, and then I guess Captain Marvel, Brie Larson is gonna be around. And then the Ronan the Accuser is going to be in that movie. I was like, oh, cool. So now that's going to explain some, like, alien elements of uh, Captain Marvel. But it, all in all, I think it's, it was a fine movie. Um, <laughs> maybe, I mean, even reading the spoilers of First Night, it made absolute no sense. Cause, so I said, I'm going to go watch it anyway. Because this makes no sense at all. It's like within two hours a movie came out, the Wikipedia entry is god awful incomprehensible. So I was like, I I don't get what that means. I, somebody that I don't get what this means. It didn't really hit me. So I watched the movie and then go, okay, okay, okay. But it never got to a point where I don't know, maybe I'm one of the few people. Then again I read one guy saying it was an okay movie too. I never looked at it and go, This is like this is not top five MCU movie. Like Black Panther, Ragnarok uh, Civil War, you know, those easily type take the top three. Homecoming, I guess, was pretty all right too. Iron Man, one for sure. I watched it again this past weekend, and I go, oh, it's really good. You know, for coming knowing where it came from. Um, only thing I didn't see so far is a Hulk, Incredible Hulk. I didn't feel like watching it. I'm like, I just don't care. <laughs> and then it's Edward Norton, so I'm like, I don't care. Um, but is it top five? Well, first Avengers was really good too. Uh, so what would round up the top five if, if this doesn't get in the top five? Uh, I don't know. I gotta go back and check. There are twenty-two movies out there, but I I just didn't feel like wow. Oh, it's not. I guess it could crack top five if for the sheer length of it and the build up of it. But I was just like, eh, you know. So. I mean, sure, I'm gonna go watch the second Avenger and the other stuff with the Ant-Man and Wasp and then the Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel is basically next year's Black Panther timing-wise. Sure, but I just go like, the way I felt about the movie is like, it's not over yet, you know, which is what it's supposed to be. But then I don't go like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Like, I think I know what's gonna happen because it makes absolutely no sense to kill everybody like they did in this thing or kill half the universe and then be like wow they're not gonna come back how are they gonna fight because i mean come on now spider-man uh black panther they got so many franchise uh doctor strange they got so many to chase at this point you know so i'm just like whatever and then the way they presented the stones and the thor and all that i'm like thor didn't power up that many times which i don't understand and then also like, Doctor Strange is supposed to be the mightiest of all of them, and then he was the biggest idiot and the futile guy ever, which I was like, what the hell? Like, you had a time stone, why didn't you undo everything and, you know, do all that shit? I don't know, maybe. There's some scenes like, you could have abused the time stone, but like, you shouldn't do that. You break the order of nature, I'm like, ah, you know what, I would have used it just to save people, you know. And I, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. He had to use it when Dobamu came, you know. And then the, ah, I guess the Wakanda technology is so strong that it kills the aliens, that's great. Uh, Tony Stark's suit survives and then he can fight as long as he could. That's great. Spider-Man 2. 
uh you know guardians of the galaxy i guess uh i mean majority of them died so i was like what the fuck and then drax was an idiot too you know and then the, i thought the comedy was a little too much uh like Ragnarok was good balance. Oh wait, I forgot the Guardians. Those are the other MCU movies. So of course those one and two easily cracked the top five there, round up the top five. But anyways, I thought the jokes were a little too much at times. Uh, but I'm just like, it's not over. I wanna I wanna evaluate this two parter, you know, separately. But I didn't go Gaga over it. I don't feel like going to a theater and watching it again. I would definitely if it comes up on like you know. My streaming or something sure i'll watch it down the road but i didn't go like wow i really gotta wow like i didn't do that some people did that but maybe they were anticipating it kind of point blank but kind of knowing that the source reference material comes from the original comics i just like eh whatever but anyways i'm not gonna kill any more time talking about this because i think i'm kind of repeating myself here at this stage um Wow, let's let's read an article. That's that's what we want to do today. Uh, so America is a, there's an article that came out from the Signal Research. I uh, I downloaded the Signal too, but then I didn't have time to read the 61 pages. Ah, I know. So uh, maybe I'll I'll do it real time while I record this. So the title of the paper is a Signal 2018 Signal US Loneliness Index. Survey of 20,000 Americans examining behaviors driving loneliness in the United States. Now, if you don't know, there is this thing in the UK last year or this year called the, they have a ministry of uh, loneliness or something. It's like an epidemic. They determined that in the United Kingdom. So they, <laughs> so they, they're like, all right, is this about old people who are not like isolated from technology and shit? No, 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 no. This is like a common problem also for like adults and young adults. So... Oh, here's what it says. Dear colleagues from the original Signal article, not the other like NPR or New York Times or some shit. Uh, approximately one in six adults in the U.S. suffer from mental health condition. And research has noted that mental health issues are uh, most rapidly increasing causes of the long-term sick leave. When examining the different issues affecting people with mental health conditions, there's a consistent part of the pathology. They also suffer from loneliness. Loneliness has the same effect of mortality as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Holy shit, making it even more dangerous than obesity. Obesity. Well, if you're obese and lonely, you're likely to die faster. <laughs> God damn. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we found that most Americans are considered lonely. The study revealed... Gen Z, adults ages 18 to 22, and millennials, 23 to 37, are lonelier and claim to be in worse health than older generations. Social media use alone is not a predictor of loneliness. Yes. Students have higher loneliness scores than retirees. Why? Really? There was no major difference between men and women, no major difference between races when it came to average loneliness scores. So it's not just white people. (laughs) The research highlighted some bright spots that will be instrumental to driving in the change. It showed that the individuals who are less likely are more likely to have regular in-person interactions, are in good overall physical and mental health. Yeah, go fucking work out. Have found a balance in in their daily activities and are employed. So this is obviously from Cigna, who is a major health insurance company in the U.S. And then, uh, well, 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 why... I, I, 
the national average total average loneliness score in America 44 lower the worst uh, according to the surveys but anyway so the, it's a major healthcare provider in America with many employers and I guess they decide to look into why people are taking long-term leaves and like sick leaves and all that shit you know because you know Americans Americans people in general are more productive than ever yet I feel like everyone's like getting sicker tireder everyone's working I don't I, I honestly don't know anyone working straight 40 hours unless you're like clock in and clock out and then not make decent money you gotta work at least like 45 60 hours I know you're getting robbed here and there but it happens so anyways like I I heard this last week I think somebody said like some people work really hard sometimes fill the void you know in that lonely time they have, especially moving to the new cities and all that. I didn't say that, but somebody else did. I just heard this from somewhere when they were working on it. I don't remember who said it, but I thought that was very fascinating. And I looked back and I thought, like, did I do that? Like, when I was working those, like, long hours when I first started, I thought it was eager. But at the same time, maybe it's a way of avoiding, you know, avoiding being lonely and be like, go make the money. I mean, it's okay when you do it. But, I'm like, now I look back, I'm like, maybe that's what happened. Uh, according to the survey, many Americans experience the feelings of loneliness, including when asked how often they feel no one knows them well, more than half the respondents, 54% said, surveyed, said they feel that way always or sometimes. Just under half of those surveyed reports sometimes or always feeling alone, 46%, and or feeling left out, 47%. At least two in five surveyed sometimes or always feel as though they lack companionship, 43%. That their relationships are not meaningful, 43%. Stop, get off the fucking Tinder bumble, man, Jesus. That they are isolated from others, 43%. Porn. And or they are not no longer close to anyone, 39%. School shooters? Um. Wow, this is depressing reading the summaries here. I, I, I am, I'm already exhausted from work today, and then I'm like, reading this is making me more tired. Approximately 6 in 10, 59%, surveyed always sometimes feel that their interests and ideas are not shared by those around them. I, I guess everyone has their self-ego, and then have a fucking podcast like this one. Why don't they share with me? No, fuck that. Uh, a similar pro- proportion surveyed reports sometimes or always feel feeling like that the people around them are not necessarily with them, 56%. Yeah, get off the fucking Tinder bubble, man. Though fewer feel that though, as though there is no one they can turn to more than a third of a respondents, nevertheless feeling that this, wait, at least sometimes, 36%. Jesus. All right. Am I going to read 60% of this crap and then be like, this is how they feel lonely. Younger generation is lonelier than older generations. Yeah, because we're on the phone more fucking often. Old people know at least get the fuck out if they can and not fall on the floor or some shit. Yeah, those who engage in frequent, meaningful, in-person interactions have much lower loneliness scores than those who rarely interact with others face-to-face. This is what I always say. I really hate fucking texting and just chit-chatting over the messengers. I really hate that. I would rather talk on the phone or go to shoot the shits with random people in a bar, coffee shop, wherever. I just like... I would rather do that I because I really cannot read people although it's not, I'm not good at reading people I would rather just do it in front of them that's more honest that's why I also hate conference calls and like fucking I love in-person meetings rather I'm like I think we get more shit done 
same for this. I'm like, everyone, I mean, way we work <laughs> reflect the loneliness too, if you think about it. All the conference calls, man, and then like, you know, you're remote, it's a really globalized society. It fucking sucks, man. I, I, I don't know the most productive remote people I've ever met in my life. It's better always when shit gets done in person, whether it's solving an engineering problem or just like planning shit out. Because in those meetings, the most frustrations reflects the loneliness of the people here. Like, I don't feel like my ideas are shared. I don't think they understand me. I feel like I'm just alone out here. And then uh, people are not around them or not necessarily with them. Right, you're there, but not really. I mean, same thing. So, and then you work, we all work like this, especially a high-paced work environment in the services or tech or IT or whatever. And then you come home and you kind of like, that's what you see for 8, 9, 10, 12 hours. What, what do you expect things to change if you go and then like, hey, go meet somebody. I don't do that all fucking day, you know, and then like, and then you expect me to just figure it out, especially if you move. Yeah, so of course, like, I, f- I gotta keep my sanity. So I, I try to engage in actual person conversation, where, whether it's a trivia night, going out on the weekends or something, or just shoot the shits with random people, just start a random conversation. That's not a bad thing. And then guys always go, no girls coming after me. It's like, dude, you gotta step off of your fucking comfort zone and reach out first too. Like, no one's gonna come chase you. Unless you're already going out there, putting yourself out there, okay? Fair or poor physical health can be an indicator of increased loneliness. Uh, I guess I was pretty unhealthy <laughs> when I was working my ass off. But this goes with a working condition too. Like, if you don't have time to fucking work out or don't have the energy to do it, I mean, fuck the treadmill desk and all that shit. That's completely useless. Or taking a walk or a walking meeting or some shit. If you can't have a proper diet, which is the most important thing from a good health, Eating shit. I don't understand all these perks at work. Like, oh, we give you beer and hard liquor and fucking hot pockets. I'm like, what's the point of eating all that shit if you're you know poisoning your body, like fattening your body to the next level? I mean, oh, it's a great the work's giving you all the free shit. What's the point? You're you're gonna be unhealthy and then you're gonna feel fucking lonely working your ass off for a company or an office that just like feeds you shit food. Fuck that. All right. Other lifestyle factors, including sleep patterns, how much you work, and how much time you spend with family are also tied to loneliness. Yeah, basically what I said, which I think is every single factor that's mentioned so far, 13 pages out of 60 pages, 20% I read this shit through. I'm just like, all of these things are, I think, for people working in a high-performance industry, like, are impacted already. So, you're like, everybody knows. It's just like, stop overworking us. That you can't spend time. If you overwork us, we're gonna be unhealthy, not gonna sleep. Uh, you don't spend time with the family. You don't have time for yourself. What the fuck do you do anyway? The right amount of exercise is key to reducing loneliness. Yeah, you know what? You know, whatever. I want to go exercise. I, I I went back to working out last week. It was kind of rough, and then I started lifting weights more and more. And then I'm like, all right, I'm getting back into the pace here. But let's see. Retirees are least likely to be lonely, followed close by the employed adults. Retirees because... Well, actually, hold on. Unemployed and students are more affected too. Because it's so fucking stressing, man. And then I I talk about, oh, but then BK, all this shit you said is like employee people are going to be like pretty lonely and shit too. It's like, yeah, high-performing people. If you look at the score here, 
41, 44, 45, 48, 49. It's not that difference. Like, no one's over 50. I've been like, oh, I mean, you know, the entire reason working people are doing better. It was like, yeah, working people are fucking distracted. And then by the time they get burnt out, they go unemployed and the score reaches the highest. I'm sure that's what's going to fucking happen. The workplace plays a role in loneliness. Oh my fucking God, I just said this. By God. Wow, wow, wow. One's quality relationship with their coworkers also impacts overall health and wellness. Yeah, of course. I don't want to be in a stressful place. I don't want to, like, I don't think it's a poison with everybody. If I get along with at least everybody at work, I'll be like, fuck, this isn't so bad. At least we're able to vent with each other. Social media use is not a predictor of loneliness. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I. It doesn't fucking matter. But then, is Bumble Tinder considered the social media? I don't know. Because I don't think it really helps. I think, I think this in the beginning of it. I, who who said this? I forgot the I forgot the lady's name. She said, "Bumble and Tinder completely lost the uh, you know the patience relationship and all that stuff. You know, people move on so fast from each other, and then they're trying to find the one through Bumble and Tinder. Don't ever do that. I agree. I'm like, do you? It's like going to a bar in a club and be like, you know, I want to find the wifey, and then I expect to." Uh, it's a, uh, it's, <laughs> I'll find the wifey at a bar or a club, like, no, and the same thing with the fucking Tinder and Bumble, and then, like, everybody has that same ridiculous high expectation, like, I'm gonna find the one, you gotta be six foot three, chisel body, have a decent job, own a house, own a car, no debt, and all that shit, I'm like, good fucking luck, like, I say that to the girl, same for the guys, I'm just like, I wanna find the very capable girl who is smart, intelligent, has a job, shit figured out, I'm like, good fucking luck, like, all of you are missing each other, looking for something that's not there, or that's like, I'm not gonna say not there, because it's gonna be zero, but zero is never absolute nothing, it's just a very small, infinite number. It's gonna be fucking hard, especially if you're just like armchair quarterbacking, doing that shit right, left, right, left, and then, I don't know, I always say this, online dating for me, for me, I am down 50 points at the half anyway. So I'm just like, fuck it, I gave up on them from the beginning. No matter what description I put in there, no matter what kind of photo I put on there, no matter what, like, I could never sell myself as an Asian man. That's why black women and Asian men should just get together and say, fuck it, and then we'll just like hang out and make a beautiful fucking babies, left and right, you know? Banana chocolate babies, I don't give a shit what you call it. But instead, that never happens because <laughs> I'm sure there's some like racial like undertone between each other too. It's like, guys, you should stick together. But then like, no, I don't want to get along with him because of all the fucking stereotype and then the fucking uh, all that shit that we're, we have a preconceived notion of, which is very sad. So anyways, get out there. Get off the fucking phone. Although it's not an indicator of a loneliness. It doesn't help the society with all the lonely people. And then maybe this is why we're getting more school shooters too. All the school shooters are fucking loners. Nobody, nobody who talks so fucking loud, like Sean Hannity or something, would tote a fucking gun and go out there and be like, you know what, fuck you Hillary, and they start shooting. It's all the loners. It's all the loners who never get anything. Usually men, mostly men. Unless it's a crazy lady who's shooting up YouTube or some shit, who was already crazy to begin with. But anyways, the rest, I, it just boggles my mind. Even that YouTube lady... How come she's 39 and doesn't have a fucking husband or boyfriend or some shit, you know? Maybe she felt lonely and this is a way for her to connect. Just like how I'm recording this shit. Alright, regional profiles. My god. Oh my god. Okay, 
So it's they divided up the study by regions, which is I right, this is sixty pages long. I see a, you know what? I'm gonna go to Seattle just for shits and giggles. I'm like, how how depressed do these people feel back in Seattle? <laughs> I feel like I'm picking on it. I'm really not. I'm just curious. Like Denver, who gives a shit? San Diego, San Diego. I'm curious. Uh, percentage of lonely people in San Diego is similar to the national average. All right, not a surprise. Memphis, the percentage of lonely people was similar to the national average across demographics. Younger Memphis residents are lonelier than their older counterparts. Wow. Well, you need a fucking job. Oh, no Seattle. What the fuck happened? What kind of study is this? Oh, no. There was Los Angeles and all that shit, but like they didn't have it for other West Coast cities. What the, f- what the hell is this? You see up here, Denver. The percentage of lonely people in Denver was similar to the younger. There is a standout, especially being lonely. Cabin fever up in the mountains. The Denver residents with lower income are lonelier than those of the higher income. I mean, would you not be? Wouldn't you go to a fucking Matt Gala or some shit up Denver if you're richer? So you would feel less lonely. Although the Matt Gala, I just read the report that it's full of shit and people pretending to have conversations. Every city is similar to the national average. So I'm like, what's the point of the putting that statement on every single one? LA, do they feel less lonely? It's a very superficial city. What do you fucking expect? Every city says it's very similar to the national average. It's similar to the national average. So I'm like, what, what the f- yeah, everybody's lonely, okay? But I, I, I think this is a very simple solution to fix, which is get the fuck out, drop your phone, go work out, go run 20 minutes or something, stop tendering bumbling so much, or if you're going to do it, spend some time with each other a little bit instead of just saying, fuck it, I'm done, and then move on. Eventually, you're going to run out of people and then run into all the people because Tinder and Bumble algorithms are smart. They put all the pretty people in front. You don't believe me, go check it out. Do swiping as many as I did and then be like, oh, fuck, I guess... I guess that's done. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's just it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You guys are you guys are just big pussies. I'll just say. But um, is it an epidemic? Oh, there is a New York Times article. Is loneliness a health epidemic? Uh, it's like I don't think so. Nor do I believe anyone it ne- it helps anyone describes it this way. Social disconnection is a serious matter. Yet if we whip us a panic over its prevalence and impact, we're less likely to deal with the deal with it properly. What well, anxiety and all that's common. I think we need to, I need to we need to stop babying everybody, and then everybody needs to stop being a fucking baby, and then get out there. If you go to a bar, I noticed this at a fucking bar in Royal Oak, and I'm like, you guys never talk across the tables. You always hang out with the people you know. Why don't you strike up a conversation with random people that's in this bar? Why do we never do that? Why do people not offer each other, you know, welcoming? And then people go home and bitch about the loneliness score here, and I'm like, do you not interact with each other? Do you not want to meet new people? Why do you stay in your own bubble? Like, get out of your own fucking comfort zone. It's like, BK, why didn't you fucking do that? I'm like, I, it wasn't my turn to fucking be obnoxious and do that shit. Okay? So I'm just like, it wasn't a forum for me to do it, but whatever. Anyways, I, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm repeating myself here. I said that twice today, which is good. I'm going to keep this short. So thanks for listening. 
Uh, sorry for skipping last week, but then I think we covered the Avengers and the loneliness topic pretty good. So subscribe on the uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play Music, all that stuff. Uh, AA Show with a thumbs up with a black background. Uh, Twitter handle, one AA Show. I don't tweet that much anymore because Twitter is getting boring. It's going to keep me lonely, although it's not an indicator. Uh, email aa-o.com email aa-o.com and then uh, we'll check back next week it's already May holy shit the time is flying it's been 11 months since I moved here <sighs> but man anyways we'll talk about it there's many holidays coming out Victoria Day weekend in Canada next week and then the Memorial Day next weekend the week after so have a chillin good session good week and then uh, we'll check back next week Bye-bye.